Hey guys and welcome back to Penny for Your Thoughts with me Becky B where I talk all things exercise, nutrition, mindset and everything in between. Hello and welcome back to season two of Penny for Your Thoughts. It wasn't really meant to be a season two but since I started my podcast I got pregnant in like the first trimester is quite horrible (laughs) it wasn't super horrible I know a lot of people have it a lot worse but I had nausea quite bad most of the time and really bad fatigue but not in a way that I could sleep like I just find I still can't nap but in a way of like I just felt like there was just one little Becky running all the cogs in my head and I just found it so hard to like focus on things so certain things took a back step and I just had to focus more on like business and clients because my energy levels were just they were not playing ball and to be honest like the nausea I wasn't expecting it to be so irritating I know again like some people have it so much worse um and I was never actually sick but I just felt sick all day like that just that sicky feeling and part of me was like maybe it would just be better if I was just sick but yeah it was just it made days not very fun like I definitely didn't look forward to waking up the next day and I also went off coffee massively for a while but I like it again now but that was also quite sad because I just love a morning coffee I feel like it starts my day right so that's basically why I kind of stopped it but I thought this is a perfect time for me to restart it in January and just get back into a routine of things because I definitely found towards the back end of last year I was out of such a routine which is why I wanted to do this podcast to be honest because I know that a lot of people are probably in the same boat starting their new year's resolutions whatever their goals are for 2024 and they probably found themselves way out of a routine and felt a little bit out of it by the back end of the year which is completely normal I think naturally we are built to just switch off a little bit and start hibernating a little bit just because the days are much shorter darker mornings darker evenings it's definitely built into us to start to retreat a little bit and hibernate and I think that's something that you need to recognize and actually accept I think the problem is we try and push against it so much thinking that we shouldn't do that and that we should be motivated 24 7 and I know everybody says it but truly like you cannot rely on motivation it comes and goes all the time it's it's not a reliable source of I don't know, depending on it to do things. Like if I relied on motivation to clean, I would never ever clean. Like my motivation to clean is very minimal. I do not enjoy cleaning. And it's just one of those things that you get done though, because you know that it's an important thing to do and it's gonna support you anyway because a nice clean house is a clear mind as well. So I would say exercise and nutrition and all those things are pretty similar in terms of just creating that routine with it. Now, I was thinking about when people start a new goal and they start their New Year's resolutions and how easy they get like fed up and they start to give in on what they wanted to do and where they want to be and they start to lose that motivation. And there's something that I keep thinking about and it's like you're comparing yourself to where you want to be and not to where you have been. So where you're at now, you're just comparing where you want to be so you're like let's say your goal is fast why does my body not look like this yet why have I not lost this much weight wait oh my gosh I cannot speak why have I not lost this much weight yet why have I not achieved 
this distance in running yet? Why have I not saved this much money yet? Like we all want to be ahead. We all want to be where we want to be. Like we want to get to that end point quite quickly and that's normal. But the problem is you're comparing yourself to that future person who's not even real yet. You don't even know what hurdles you're going to come across. You don't know what routine is going to work best for you. You don't know what kind of like outcome you're going to get. You don't know any of that. You've just got this thought in your head and these assumptions that are probably based on other people as well and what you perceive as like health and what you see on social media and you compare yourself to that instead of looking at like where am I now and where have I been previously because that's the main thing you should be focusing on when it comes to comparing your journey and to help you moving forward the person you were maybe three years ago the person you were maybe even last month you know maybe it's that last month you were barely moving you never made it to the gym and you're eating out takeaways a lot this person now (laughs) in the first week of January maybe they are well maybe they've achieved things like making meal prep maybe they've gotten extra steps today maybe they are moving more maybe they got to the gym twice so even though that wasn't the goal of their future things of being like I want to go to the gym five times a week I want to meal prep every day I want to get out for 10k steps every day I want to be really mindful and meditate and do yoga maybe they are things that your future self is going to do but right now there's no point comparing to that and making yourself feel bad about it And that's the problem. You lose focus and drive easily when you're not seeing the results you want. And that's when people end up quitting and feeling like you're never going to change. But instead of that, focus on what goals did I achieve last week? It might have been something small, but it's something that you achieved. And that's something that you really need to recognise, those small wins. And then you might have something like, you might ask yourself, "What, what one thing or what one to three things can I focus on this week that will help me work towards my goal? And that could be anything from just achieving 6K steps a day when you usually achieve 5K. It could be going to the gym twice instead of once last week. But remember, you know, the goal last week, maybe it was just to get to the gym once and you've done that. So it's celebrating those little wins and not overwhelming yourself with things. You don't have to be like, right, I'm going to the gym six days a week. I'm going to do 15K steps a day. I'm going to do three hours of cardio. I'm going to make sure I only eat salads and I'm going to cut out chocolate and I'm going to say no to every social occasion because I don't want to drink any alcohol. Because when you do that, as soon as you slip, you then just beat yourself up. You're like, I'm a failure. I can't do this. I'm not capable. I'm always going to be this way. And you actually just end up falling back into that same trap and that same mindset. And that's what's actually holding you back. It's not anything else. It's not that you are incapable because you are most definitely capable, but you're setting yourself up for unrealistic expectations and you're comparing yourself to this person that you've imagined in who your future self is going to be. And they're just made up and they're not even a realistic figure of maybe what you can actually be in terms of how much time do I actually have? Do I actually need to train six, seven times a week? No. Do I actually need to do 15k steps a day? No, unless I've got the time for it, unless I really like walking, or unless I have a really active job, I don't really need to be doing that because it's not that important. As long as I'm making a conscious effort to move more than I previously have, that's the main thing. Because when it comes to these goals, everybody thinks setting really high targets is what will yield the best results, but that is not true. 
what will yield the best results is setting yourself targets that are achievable and that can that you can stay consistent to that is what makes you successful in the long run and that's what makes it sustainable whereas if you keep setting yourself unrealistic expectations and unachievable goals and unachievable targets you just end up chasing your tail and that's when you throw your card the cards in your cards in throw the towel in <laughs> I don't know what the saying is throw the towel in it's definitely not throw the cards in is it it's throw the towel in yeah we'll go with that but that's what makes you do it because you just feel like it's all too much for you and you feel overwhelmed with it and again you then feed into that mentality that you've always had of I'm not capable I can't do this I'm just rubbish like I have no willpower because you're just setting yourself up for failure whereas this week if you approach it like I said think about last week what goals did you achieve anything literally anything whether it's I ate an extra portion of veg each day I had a little bit more protein with each meal. I made an effort to get out for a 10 minute walk every day. I went to the gym twice. I went for one run, you know, whatever it is, whatever the little things were that will be supportive of your long-term goal, write it down, be proud of yourself for it. Celebrate those little wins because that's what's going to help you move forward. That like build that confidence in yourself because you doubt yourself too much and that's why you end up chasing your tail a lot and then reflect on it as well you know is there anything you didn't do last week that you could focus on this week don't overwhelm yourself though just one to three things keep it simple don't overdo it don't set up unrealistic things make sure it's in line with how much time you've got make sure it's in line with your goals like be like big reality check you know don't be silly with it and set yourself stupid things to do where you're just going to be like, why am I not good at anything? And that way you can keep moving forward and you can keep focusing on those little wins. And to be honest, that's what will create long-term success because although the end point is where you want to be, you know, you want to be at the end of that goal or like reach that goal, whatever it is. Although that's where you want to be, that's not actually where the magic happens that's not actually where the success happens you know that's not where you find yourself sustaining your goal long term it's not just from getting to that end point it's all the things in between and if you can find the joy in that in between in the progress that you're making if you can find a buzz from it if you can find you enjoy it things like that if you can make it a part of your routine that's where the long-term success comes from because ultimately whenever we reach a goal we just set a new one like they're not that special at the end of the day because you've just ticked it off and you're like now what I want to lose some more weight and it just keeps going and going and going whereas you don't have to keep pushing yourself like that you can actually just find that joy in the in-between and and continue to progress from that point because you need to like that in-between part because that well they're the habits that are going to lead to long-term success enjoying going out for your morning walk enjoying getting yourself and your body moving in the gym or going for a run whatever form of exercise you choose enjoying those little things enjoying cooking it makes a huge difference but again you don't have to overcomplicate it to where you hate it if you go for a run you don't have to try and get your fastest pace and absolutely despise yourself for it because well not despise yourself obviously that would be very intense but despise the act of running because you've just pushed yourself too hard and you're like I hated that 
instead just taking it easy noticing the scenery enjoying that time stopping if you need to start walking if you need to walk making it enjoyable the same with the gym you know not being like I've got to do this instead I, I get to do this I choose to do this because I know that it nourishes my body my body deserves this and I can move however I want to move I don't always have to be religious with the gym maybe it's that I'll switch up my workout sometimes maybe I'll do Pilates maybe I'll do yoga whatever it is like you don't have to be regimented with everything be flexible with your approach and learn to love it because that is what is going to help you be successful long term and whilst you do like you might love something you might really enjoy it it doesn't mean that you're always going to enjoy it either there are going to be times where you're like I I don't really want to go today I can't be bothered I'm not feeling that that's fine but it's also that accountability side yeah sometimes don't go like you don't have to force yourself be realistic but if it's been quite a few weeks and you haven't really got a reason why you've not gone you just decided you just don't want to go anymore because you can't be bothered accountability there okay, well, I know that it's actually just because my motivation's dipped. I'm just going to show up because sometimes you just got to show up and do things. Sometimes we have to do things that we don't like to do. Well, not that we don't like to do. Well, yeah, probably. And that we don't want to do. Like I said, referring back to cleaning, I don't want to do it, but I do it because it does support me and it makes me feel my best. And, well, hang on. Cleaning definitely doesn't make me feel my best. Sorry, I'm going on such a little TED Talk motivational speech here that I'm actually persuading myself that maybe I do love cleaning no I don't I don't love cleaning but I do it because it does make me feel better when the house is clean okay that's as far as I'll go to cleaning side of things and I can listen to like a funny podcast whilst I'm doing it so it keeps my brain occupied but my point is we do things because we just need sometimes but it's good for us you know we don't always feel like doing it but those things still support us very different of doing something when it's not going to support us. Like if you're poorly and you're like, I need to go to the gym and go for a run, even though you're like really unwell and it's just not going to be helpful at all. You know, those times, pointless. You're not really going to gain anything from it. Your session won't be that great and you'll probably just feel worse for it instead of just resting and you just end up dragging it out. So it's better then to just take that rest instead of being like, I've got to go do it because I'm disciplined. You know, you need to have balance. You need to understand that rest is also just as productive as exercise and anything else. So as you go into the second week of January and you're thinking back about last week and you're wondering if you can be consistent with it and maybe you haven't stuck to everything that you said you would, remember that there will be things that you have done and remind yourself of that and celebrate those little wins rather than trying to like shame yourself into doing it. This is one thing that I've also found with so many clients who've come to me, especially from Exclaiming World groups, is they, or like Weight Watchers groups, you know what I mean, like diet groups, they shame themselves. They think that shaming themselves into weight loss is what's going to help them. They don't directly know that that's what they're doing. But when you are saying to, like, what's vocalised to me is like, I'm fat and I'm always going to be fat. Like, I'm just rubbish. I'm not going to achieve anything. I'm lazy, blah, blah, blah those things you, why why are you saying those things do you honestly think it's going to help you going forward like question it is this helpful how is this helping me oh it's not why am I doing it then you think that shaming yourself and making yourself feel bad enough is going to make you achieve those goals but it's not if anything and if you're someone who relies on food for emotional support it's just going to keep turning you back to food to rely on it to bring you up again after you've knocked yourself down so 
if you catch yourself doing things like that, even with your goals, maybe you're saying, I just have no willpower, why can't I just stick to things, I'm a failure, question, how is this helping me? Am I actually a failure? What did I achieve last week? Even the littlest things, last week, I like for me, last week I managed to plan my week and I wrote down a plan, like then I did my paper diary every day to update it for what I was actually doing that day. So I do an electronic one and then a paper one. So electronic for the week and then paper one for daily. And that for me is a massive achievement because I was so unorganised by the end of last year that I just was completely out of my routine and stuff. And it, and I find it really hard like mentally because I'm quite a routine person. This year, I feel so much better already. And it's such a little thing. I haven't actually done anything crazy. I haven't, same with exercise. I was meant to go to the gym three times last week, but I went twice and I'm happy with that. And I was meant to run, but I didn't run, but I did go on a big walk. So I'm like, still movement, you're still doing those things. And where I was like a month ago, it's completely different because I was literally like a little couch potato because I just felt nauseous all the time and really tired. And I just had no motivation to like get out and move, which is normal. I do get that. And I'm not saying I should have done it because I didn't feel great with, in my first trimester. And that's fine. It's what worked for me. But they're my little wins because I'm like, well, do you know what? You're still doing more than what you are. And that was your goal was just focus a little bit more. Now you're feeling better on looking after yourself and being a bit more organised. Celebrating those little wins. I know it can feel frustrating at times, but it'll feel a lot less frustrating if you focus on those little wins rather than just trying to focus on that angle the whole time because you don't really gain anything from it. Whereas at least you can gain little dopamine hits every time you focus on those little wins. And if you are struggling with achieving your New Year's goals or you're not really sure where to start and you just want a little bit of help and guidance, I am currently taking on coaching clients. So drop me a message on Instagram at BeckyBCoaching or click the link in the show notes, which will take you to my inquiry form. Have a wonderful day, guys, and expect Penny for Your Thoughts podcasts weekly now because I'm feeling better again. And I'll speak to you all soon. Bye.